Welcome to Episode 5 of Called Third Strike, a podcast about baseball and softball on FayObserver.com. I'm Sonny Jones. Hope you'll tune in each week as we talk about the Woodpeckers, Swamp Dogs, Region Colleges, High School, Major Leagues, and Minor Leagues, and spread the word. The podcast is also available on iTunes or your favorite podcast service on Android. Let's step up to the plate, take our swings, or a Called Third Strike. When last we saw Gavin Williams in Cumberland County, he was dominating the high school game at Cape Fear High School. As a senior in 2017, Williams was the Mid-South 4A Conference Player of the Year. He was 6-0 with a 0.35 earned run average as a pitcher, striking out 65 in 39 innings, and also batted 419 after missing the first part of the season because of a knee problem. Williams signed with East Carolina. He was slowed by shoulder soreness last season with the Pirates, used mainly out of the bullpen, making 15 appearances and had a 1.15 earned run average over 15 innings. Well, on Wednesday, now healthy, Williams made his first collegiate start on the mound when the Pirates played at Campbell on a drizzly cold night at Jim Perry Stadium, and he was sharp. Four innings pitch, two hits, an unearned run, seven strikeouts, and a walk. Needless to say, he was pleased. I, I mean, I did well. I think, I mean, I could have made some, some better pitches in the stretch, but four innings, I think I did pretty good. Well, I wasn't nervous. I was ready for it. I've been preparing myself, so I think I did pretty well. I mean, my changeup was on and my fastball. I mean, I feel like I had all three pitches tonight. Williams was not involved in the decision Wednesday night. Campbell won 7-6 on a Luis Jimenez single that scored Matthew Barefoot, the Midway High graduate, in the bottom of the ninth inning. It was a very entertaining game, although cold. Williams and Campbell starter Seth Johnston were matched in a pitcher's duel for four innings. The offenses came alive against the bullpens. Both Williams and Johnson had fastballs clocked in the upper 90s, and plenty of pro scouts were in the stands with their radar guns pointed toward the mound. For East Carolina pitching coach Dan Russell, Williams' performance was indeed a good sign. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. You know, he had some jitters early on, but, you know, other than throwing a few too many pitches and some two-strike counts, you know, he went out there and velocity was good. He was able to show three pitches for a strike. And, you know, going forward, that's what we want out of him, you know, to be able to get deep into games and just make a few more of those two-strike pitches where maybe he's not running up his pitch count. Williams and the Pirates are home this weekend against Monmouth on Friday through Sunday, host Air Force on Monday. Campbell, now with a 2-2 record, is home this weekend against Georgetown and will host NC State on Wednesday, February 27th. Methodist was slated to host Rutgers-Camden, Penn state Barrand, and Lynchburg in a series of games this weekend, but the threat of heavy rain for the weekend has canceled that plan. Now the Monarchs will play Lynchburg in a doubleheader on Sunday beginning at 2 p.m. at Armstrong Shelley Field. Methodist, the preseason USA South favorite, is 4-2 and two after being shut out 8 nothing by Mary Washington. St. Andrews is 9-1. and one. The Knights are scheduled to host Stratford for doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday. First pitch set for noon each day. UNC Pembroke looks to snap a three-game losing streak this weekend in Greenwood, South Carolina against Lander in a Peach Belt Conference series. UNCP lost two of three against Augusta last week to open the Peach Belt season, then lost to nationally ranked Catawba 13-1 during the week. 
One highlight for the Braves came in their 14-9 win against the Jaguars. Waifu High School graduate Connor Granger belted three home runs and had six RBIs in that game. Remember that name from last week's podcast? That power display came right after Granger's previous game when he scored three runs and drove in three runs without an official at bat. He walked six times, a conference record, and was hit by a pitch in a 22-3 win against Indiana, Pennsylvania. Let's take a look at college softball in the area. It's been a tough season so far overall. UNC Pembroke is 6-8. and eight. That's the best record among region schools. Two schools are winless. UNCP lost four games last week since the last time called third strike was posted, being swept by Queens and Wingate. Cameron Davis batting 548 for the Braves. Campbell is now 3 and 9 after sweeping Oakland 11 to 5 and 10 to 2 in a doubleheader on Thursday, February 21st. Cape Fear High grad Bree Bryant was 4 for 8 with two RBIs in the sweep. Bryant is hitting 300 this season and batting leadoff for Campbell. St. Andrews is 6 and 10 following its sweep of Fayetteville State earlier this week. Brennan Broadway went 4 for 9 and drove in 5 runs as the Knights won 10 to 5 and 8 to 3. East Bladen graduate Lexi Dawson had 3 hits and drove in a run in the first game victory. Dawson leads St. Andrews with a 351 batting average. Fayetteville State fell to 0 and 6 with the losses. Nikki Brown doing her part for the Broncos. She's batting 467. The Broncos have scored only 11 runs thus far. Fayetteville Technical Community College also is 0-6 in its first season of junior college softball. The Trojans have scored only nine runs. High school baseball and softball seasons open Wednesday, February 27th. Well, weather permitting, of course. You never know this time of year. In softball, Jack Britt is the defending 4A state champion. Cape Fear is always among the best 3A teams in the state. Who will give those squads a challenge? We'll have to see. In baseball, Terry Safford rolled through the Patriot Conference a year ago and featured UNC signee David John Hurts on the mound. Pine Forest has UNC signed Isaiah Bennett, Grays Creek, Southview, Cape Fear, always strong in baseball. And the Sandhills, Pinecrest won it last season. Jack Britt, Richmond, Scotland figure to be in the mix. Will there be a surprise team in either baseball league or softball? We'll find out soon. Go out and watch some high school baseball and softball this season. Professional baseball's spring training is underway in Florida and Arizona. Exhibition games crank up this weekend, believe it or not. It also means professional baseball players from around here are heading off to camp. Kobe Fletcher Vance with Oakland, Austin Warren with the Los Angeles Angels, Andrew Jane with Baltimore, and Trey Jacobs with Colorado are the four Cumberland County players in pro baseball. Jacobs, who graduated from Southview High School, signed with the Rockies as a free agent last summer after playing well in summer collegiate baseball and at UNC Pembroke. He had planned to return to UNCP, but when the chance came up to sign a pro contract, he took it. In a dozen games with short season Boise in the Northwest League last summer, Jacobs batted 245 and played third base. Called third strike, had a chance to talk with Trey about his first season in the pros. What was it like to make the adjustment to the pro game and about the experience? I feel good. Um, it was a lot of fun. It, it uh, took me to places in the country that I've never seen before, never come close to seeing. Um, so I got to see a different part of the country and and play baseball for a lot of people while doing it and and meet people and it was just real fun it was a really cool experience to see 
the different parts of the country that that on the east coast we don't get to see like seeing the desert and Arizona and and the mountains and Oregon and Idaho and just seeing all the different things that that our country has that we don't get to see back there on the east coast you know on the east coast as much it was tough at first um i'm sure everybody can agree with that but it was it was tough at first and my situation was very different i liked it i went from pembroke to to the valley league to the cape cod league and then to pro so it was kind of like a step up each time and um level of competition almost so it was kind of like in a way i was preparing to be in pro ball before i got there um but it, it was a tough adjustment to make especially at first uh being so far away from home for the first time um being in different time zones with everybody back home was very tough uh that ability to to have a bad game and call whoever and talk to them about it was wasn't really there. I'd have to wait till the next morning because they'd all be asleep by the time our games were done. And um, but it, it was an adjustment that that we had to learn how to make, and uh, I, I think I handled it well, especially once I got my feet in and got settled in, and and realized that it was at the end of the day it's just baseball, no matter how hard they're throwing, how quick the game is. At the end of the day, it's still the same game that I've been playing my whole life. Uh, I, I'm, I'm truly blessed. I'm living the life that I've dreamed about as as a little kid. Um, you can ask anyone that grew up around me I, I or saw me grow up. I always said I was going to be a pro baseball player. Um, I believe that every day, and now here I am actually doing it, and it's, it's humbling. It's... Um, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, it, it happened quicker than I thought it was going to, but um, <clears throat> I knew one day it would happen. So I'm excited that time is now. Any second thoughts about uh, maybe you know, signing as a free agent at the end of last summer instead of coming back to Pembroke and maybe uh, getting a little more college experience and, and then maybe having the opportunity to get drafted as opposed to free agency? Um. No, not not really. I mean, um, I think about I, I think about what if for everything all the time. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think going back to Greensboro, I think about what if I wouldn't have went to Greensboro out of high school. Um, what would have changed there? I think about what if I would have went somewhere else instead of Pembroke. Um, I think about what if I would have stayed at Pembroke, but um, I, I don't necessarily regret anything about it. I uh, I like the way it turned out i i the free agency thing didn't really bother me too much um when i was making the decision i told a lot of people whether you get drafted or you sign as a free agent when you get to wherever you report that's not really the big talk the big talk is what are you going to do now that you're here Uh and um and so that's that's kind of how i look at it it kind of gives me a little bit of an edge on my shoulder to play with is that i have to play even harder because I was a free agent instead of drafted. And, but at the end of the day, they told us when we got to Arizona for the uh, instructional league that that it doesn't matter if you were the first round draft pick or the last pick, you, you still what it says next to your name now is is 
your statistics. It doesn't say where you're drafted. It says, how are you doing now? And that's how I try and go about it is that I have to work hard every day and play hard every day and, and do well so I can keep moving up and keep progressing. There is a chance that Jacobs will be playing this season in North Carolina. The Rockies' low-A affiliate is in Asheville, which is in the South Atlantic League. Teams are in Greensboro, Hickory, Kannapolis as well. We'll see how it goes during spring training. That'll be the decider. But it would be fun if folks around here had a chance to watch Trey play during the minor league season. Well, thanks so much for listening to Episode 5 of Called Third Strike. Hope you will tune in next week and spread the word about this weekly podcast on FayObserver.com. The more listeners, the better. That's what I say when you agree. We post the show each Thursday afternoon. For comments, you can email me at sjones at FayObserver.com or find me on Twitter at FOSonnyJones. We'd love to hear from you. And I am Sonny Jones. Talk to you next week. And a reminder, take your swings and not a called third strike.